0: God bless you, man of God. We thank and we praise God for uh, Pastor Vondell Scott and for each and every one that's with us tonight. We thank God for that awesome song, You Made a Way. I love that song. That song says, don't know why, but you did it. Don't know how, but I'm grateful He made a way. And so I give honor to God. Happy Resurrection to each and every one of you. I honor God, I honor Apostle Willie Tolbert, I honor our lead pastor, Pastor Stephen Tolbert, I honor Pastor Vondel Scott, and to each and every one of our associate pastors and associate ministers, to Lady India Scott, to each and every one of you. And to all of you that have connected with us who are part of the Fivefold, regardless to your respective titles, and your locations, I salute you in the name of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. I'm so glad to be connected with you today. Yes, he is risen, he's still alive. He is still alive and I'm so grateful that he is alive. Hallelujah, to him be all the glory, all the honor and all the praise let's get into the word of god shall we we pray that you have had a blessed day today and we're just going to take just a little bit of your time give us about 20 minutes and we want to encourage your heart on today matthew matthew the 28th chapter matthew the 28th chapter and we're going to begin reading at verses five and six then we're going to skip down to verse 16. Matthew 28, verses 5 and 6. From the King James Version, it reads, And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear ye not, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Then skip down. To Matthew 28 verses 16 through 20. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. This is the word of God and God's word is already blessed. I want to talk to you from this subject. Why Jesus? Why Jesus? I want you to agree with me on several things. First of all, that God himself will be pleased, honored, and glorified as a result of the word that shall come forth, and that you, the people, will be empowered, reminded, encouraged, and edified that the devil will be disappointed and horrified. Can you lift your hands and say with me, Lord, as your servant has decreed and declared, be it so in your name. Now, come on and let's give him some glory. Glory. Let's magnify him regardless to where you are. If you're in your kitchen, if you're in your living room, regardless to where you are, give him glory because he's worthy. If you're driving on the car, make sure, or driving in the car, I should say, make sure you keep your eyes on the road and just open your mouth and give him praise. Hallelujah. To him be all glory, all majesty. He is awesome. We serve an awesome, awesome God. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that I belong to him. I'm glad that one day I had sense enough to receive and accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I am even more grateful that I'm one of his favorites. Y'all know you hear me say that. I'm one of his favorites. Don't hate. Come on, grab it for yourself. Get relationship, nurture, cultivate that relationship so that you can confidently say you're one of his favorites. I know I'm one of his favorites because I love him more than anything. Not only do I love him, I'm in love with the Lord. And so I think and I praise him for everything that he has done. You know, it's this time of the year that we um, typically the world, I should say, turns aside because those of us that know the name of Jesus, those of us that belong to him, we celebrate him all year long we we appreciate and we're grateful for everything he's done. We don't wait for Christmas to celebrate his birth, the fact that he was born. We don't wait for Resurrection Sunday to celebrate the fact that not only was he crucified, that he gave his life for us, but that he rose. Most importantly, he rose. You know, even as I was ministering as I was preaching at another service, I said this. I said that We as Christians, we have to know and believe and accept this as fact, that Jesus indeed rose from the dead. Because that's what our faith hinges on. The foundation of our faith is built upon the fact that he rose with all power in his hand. And because he rose, we have a right to eternal life. Oh, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Because because of what Jesus did for us, He has delegated power and authority unto us. Somebody need to get excited because you are not powerless. You have power, delegated power and authority. So as we look at the passage of Scripture, you will find that Jesus has had already been crucified. He had already been taunted, um, they pierced him. In aside, they 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 just oh they disrespected our Lord. They disrespected our Savior. They disrespected him. He had already been betrayed. He had already listened. During the crucifixion, there were disciples, those that walked with him, that were afraid to make themselves known. You you need to do research and study. You'll find that there were disciples who walked with them, who said they loved them. But when it came down to proving, they were hiding. They were far away, looking on as to what was going on, but they would not come up close. Oh, but the mother of Jesus. Okay, that's another lesson. In the book of John, you will find, because John is the only one that really, identify one of the women at the bottom of the cross as the mother of Jesus. Yes, she was right there. She was there heartbreaking, grieving because her baby was being crucified. He was hanging on the cross. But here's the thing. If she had only known, if she had only known, known that he was doing something so much greater if she had only known. But you know what? One thing about it, when you carry a child in your body, in your womb, that child bonds with the mother. There's a bonding that takes place that is like no other bonding. Not only that, but you got to understand, she was human. And so she was grieving. Oh, but Jesus was doing something that was Fabulous! He was doing something that needed to be done because had he not done what he did, we would not have had the rights that we have right now, the right to eternal life, the right to use power and authority, the right to speak, to decree and to declare a thing and expect it to come to pass. We would not have those rights. We would not have been reconciled back to God the Father. And so as you look at the passage of scripture um, that I read in your hearing, you will find that they came looking for Jesus. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) They came looking for him. After everything that he said to them, he told them that he had come to do the will and the work of God the Father. He told them that. He told them that, He would have to give his life. And and when you search scripture, you will find that when he began talking about giving his life for us, they didn't want him to talk about it. They didn't want to hear about it because they wanted to keep him with them, not understanding that this was something that had to be done. Why Jesus? And so when we look and we study and we do research, you will find that it says here in verses five and six it says that the angel said to the women who had come to wash and to prepare his body they said he's not here for he has risen just like he said he would and the scripture goes on if you look they ran and they they told the disciples what they saw. Disciples came to see the empty tomb as well. There were a whole lot of things that went on as a result of the tomb being empty. Not only that, but the guards who were supposedly supposed to guard the tomb because see, you got to understand those that were in power, they said they remembered Jesus said that he would rise again on the third day. And so they did not believe him. This is what they thought. They thought that it was fabrication. They thought that it was fiction. They thought that it was not true. They thought that the disciples would come steal the body and pretend Jesus rose again. But here we have the disciples who are just as surprised and shocked as everybody else. <laughs> ah! Oh, it gets gooder and gooder. Not only that, but When the guards went to tell the priests what had happened, the priests bribed the guards and they said to them, We're going to give you some money to claim and to lie and to say that the disciples of Jesus stole his body. We don't want to get out that he actually rose from the dead. And so to this day, That lie is still being spread amongst different other religions who claim that our Lord and Savior did not rise. But how many know the devil is a liar? Because he rose. He rose just like he said. There's proof that he rose. The proof is, first of all, he said he would and he did. Then secondly, after he rose, many saw him. The scripture lets us know more than 500 people saw Jesus after the resurrection. Look at and skip to verse 16. It says, then the 11 disciples, oh, come on here now, went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, saw who? Saw Jesus. They worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came, you hear this? This is after the resurrection. Jesus came and spake unto them saying, here he gives more instructions. All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. You gotta understand he rose with all power. Then verse 19 is the great commission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy Ghost. That messes up. Uh, uh, the, the denominational theology right there. That messes up a doctrine right there. When folk claim, oh, you got to say in Jesus' name, well, who's the son? Oh, come on, that's another teaching. Then it says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So why Jesus? why jesus why was it that jesus came to the world came to earth jesus came into the world to save sinners you find proof of that in first timothy 1 and 15 it says this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that jesus christ came into the world to save sinners then here's the thing he also came to seek and to save those that were lost. You'll find that in Luke 19 and 10. He came into the world to demonstrate the true purpose of life and to give himself a ransom. Find that in Matthew 20, 28. Jesus came into the world to do the will of his father. John 6, 38. Jesus came into the world to be the light of the world. John 12, 46. He came into the world that men might have abundant life. John 10 and 10. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. He came into the world to bring judgment to the world. John 9 and 39. Jesus came to the world to proclaim and to preach the good news about the kingdom of God. Mark 1:38. He came to die on the cross for our sins, John 12 and 27. He came to fulfill the law, Matthew 5 and 17. Not only that, but he came to divide the sinners from those that were Christians, those that were living right, from those that were not living right, Matthew 10, 34 and 35. He came as a demonstration of God's love. Remember John three sixteen and then 1 John 4 and 10, which says, herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the perpetuation for our sins. He came into the world to bless us by turning us away from our sins and our iniquities, Acts 3 and 26. He came to redeem us from the curse of the law, Galatians 4, verses 4 and 5. You need to understand that Jesus had to come. This could only be done by Jesus. No one else could have done what Jesus did. He came so that we would have a right to the tree of life, so that we would have a right to life eternal, so that we would have a right so that we would be able to enjoy the privileges that we enjoy right now. He came to give us a pattern of holy living, 1 Peter 2 and 21. He came to ignite a spiritual fire, Luke 12 and 49. Most importantly, he came to destroy the works of the devil, 1 John John 3 and 8, and then Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Why did he have to give his life? Because he was the only one who could reconcile us back to God the Father. See, you got to understand, Adam couldn't do it. It was through him that sin entered the world. Moses couldn't do it. He was a murderer. David couldn't do it. Even though he had access to several wives and concubines, he lusted after the wife of another man and had the man killed to cover up his sin. Samson couldn't do it. He was set up by Delilah. Not only was he set up by Delilah, but it caused his ultimate destruction. But Jesus, Jesus had to do it. Jesus had to do it. Because when Jesus did it, it need not be repeated. Because when Jesus did it, No one else was worthy because when Jesus did it, he did it because he was without sin. He was without spot. He was without blemish. He was human, but he was also divine because he was the son of God. So it had to be Jesus. Why Jesus? Because if Jesus had not done what he did, We would not have a right to eternal life. We would not have the delegated power and authority that we walk in right now. Function in it, live in it, speak in it. You've got power and authority. I'm so glad that he rose. You know, there's a song we used to sing a long time ago. He would not come down from the cross just to save himself. He decided to die. Y'all remember in scripture, where they were taunting him, and they said, how come he can't save himself? Others he saved, but himself he won't save. It wasn't that he couldn't, but he decided to die for you and for me. Why Jesus? Listen, I pray that you have been blessed. We're gonna pray at this time. I know that there are some of you that are listening to me right now, and you need to be reminded that God loves you, then there may be some that are connected and you need to receive and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We want to give you an opportunity right now to receive and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you're out there and you want a relationship with him, you want to be entitled and you want access to the power and the authority that he has given his believers, his people, his children. Come on of whom I am privileged to be one of his favorite. If you want that kind of access, we're gonna give you an opportunity right now. If you want peace in your mind, come on here now. He can turn it around for you. He can do it. So let's pray right now. And if you need a church home, Yes Lord Ministries is a good church. It is a place where you can realize and you can see manifested the purpose, the plan and the destiny that God has for your life. And so we're gonna pray with you right now. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now. Lord, we thank you first of all for those precious souls that want to receive and accept you into their lives. Lord, as your Lord, as their Lord and savior, they're coming, they're coming. They're coming and they want you. They want you. And they know that you love them because you're giving them an opportunity because you didn't cut them off. And so now I want those of you that will receive and accept Jesus Christ to repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for loving me. I repent of my sins. And I thank you for receiving and accepting me as your own. I know your word says, because the preacher has said it, over and over that if I believe in my heart, if I confess with my mouth that you died for our sins, that you rose again on the third day, right now I have an opportunity to receive and accept you into my life and that I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul and for making me whole if you prayed that prayer, we want to make sure that you reach out and you email us, that you reach out and make contact with us so we can walk you through next step. We're not going to abandon you. We're not going to leave you alone. We will walk through it with you. We'll walk through the process. We'll teach you. We'll guide you. We'll show you how to live this abundant life and how to enjoy the rights and the privileges that being a child of God entitles you to. And if you need a church home, we encourage you to email us as well. We thank you so much for connecting with us. We want you to stay blessed and refreshed and listen, be encouraged in the Lord. God has some awesome things that he's doing in this season. I want you to grab hold to this right now. There are some of you out there listening to me right now. You've been challenged. You've been discouraged. Uh, Even there have been those that have have dismissed you. They've underestimated who you are in the Lord. I want you to be encouraged. God keeps speaking this to me over and over. Tell them to be encouraged. Tell them to be encouraged. Be encouraged because God knows, who you are. Not only that, but hold on to God because in this season, there are some things that will challenge. They're going to challenge everyone. But as long as we keep our hands in his hand, as long as we keep hold to him, I promise you, you will not regret it. There's supernatural provision that God has already made for you. He has already prepared it because he knew what was coming before we even did. And so you be blessed and be encouraged to remain with the Lord. Stay blessed and refreshed in the Lord. That's why Jesus came. And that's why he died and rose again. God bless you.
1: Complete Deliverance, Finding and Keeping Total Victory for Your Life by Apostle Willie Talbert. Learn how to get delivered and stay delivered. God's Word shows us how to live in total victory. Live each day as a believer who is experiencing total victory and walking in complete deliverance. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Changing of the Guards, Understanding Who Rules You by Dr. Mamie S. Talbert. Wake up and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learn to pray until a change has taken place in the spiritual realm. Don't allow the wrong kinds of thoughts to thrive. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text give to one 948 3895 GiveLafon. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Cash app. Dollar sign. Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096. And the access code is 172268-POUND every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of Apostle Willie Talbert, Dr. Mamie S. Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.